Welcome to the Laser Lounge Podcast, which is a podcast for laser engraving business owners and hobbyists, both Gantry and Galvo. We are here to answer makers' questions, hear others' makers' stories, provide expertise on certain topics, and in general, discuss how to help your business or hobby grow. Myself, Alicia Pate, and Nate Armstrong will host special guests in the laser lounge industry, or we may even just cover technical topics ourselves. You will be benefited by hopefully learning something new about a technique or process, or even just listening to another maker's own experience of what is working for them. We hope you enjoy our podcast. You can find us online in Facebook at the Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch or on YouTube at the Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch. Come join us and learn something new today. Special thank you to our show sponsors, Thunder Laser USA and Rotoboss Rotary Attachments. Now let's get to today's show. Hey guys, it's Alicia Pate from the Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch. It's been a while since I brought you a podcast, but We've been talking a lot on the Facebook group page that's associated with this podcast, which to remind you, that's the Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch on Facebook. We've been talking a lot lately about digital portfolios, what that looks like, what those are. I know some of our more experienced makers have those and are familiar with that, but it became obvious and evident that we may not have everybody that is fully aware of what those are. So I thought, why don't we have a discussion today on the podcast about having a digital portfolio for your business. So I just kind of want to review what those are and I'll kind of show you some or visually or actually um, walk through some examples of what I have and so that you can understand what I'm talking about and we can talk about some of the benefits. So let's talk about what is a digital portfolio anyway. In in summary, in, in my own kind of kind of terms, it's it's an electronic version of your products, your portfolio, what you do, uh, what you can do for a client, what you've been doing in an expertise area. Um, that's kind of how I'm using it. And it's just like you would an old school portfolio. If you had to go in for a job interview and someone said, show me your portfolio of work that you've done with XYZ companies over the past 20 years, you would put together kind of your polished and best looking front of the work you've done to bring you know, show that experience so that you're trying to nail that that new job that you're interviewing for. Well, it's the same case in, in our industry, in any industry, really. You want to be able to go and talk to someone and visually show them what you have done, what it looks like, some of the details, uh, basically the highlights. And so I've tried to incorporate those in my business this year, really more in the second quarter. I focused on uh, two main large clients I was going after and I wanted to have a portfolio together so I could go have some healthy beneficial discussions with them of, Hey, this is what we do at Pate Ranch. So it was kind of a visualization of some of the easy things and some of the really hard things we do. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is what is a digital portfolio and you know, how you can showcase your work. And let's talk about some key things that you want to put in there. So let's talk about first uh, tools of using those. I use Adobe Express. You guys know that I'm good friends with Mae Armstrong and she's a, an Adobe ambassador. And, you know, I started using Illustrator a while back, but Adobe Express is like wonderful for me in doing these. 
digital portfolios. It's so quick and it's the perfect tool for that. I know there's some other options out there. It's just the only one that I'm familiar with. So I was able to go in and create a digital portfolio of just like a web page. And it, it was just an easy building um, application. It would just be like PowerPoint or some other, um, you know, interface where you just put pictures and text content. You can make new pages. You can separate them out to look like an actual flyer, a web page, to look like a storyboard. It gives you several different options there. You can make them short. You can make them long. Um, I chose my main one to do it as a web page. And then I have a second portfolio that I have targeted for one client that's just for football season only. And it it's more set up as pages, right? Because I wanted to be able to have a, them to have a discussion with their management and look at it as different pages. So you can do different layouts. If you go to Adobe Express and you'll see what I'm talking about, Adobe Express, I think it's $10 a month if you don't have the Creative Cloud subscription. So it's definitely worth it. You can get in at a small price point if you don't want to spend a lot, or you can get the whole Creative Cloud suite from Adobe, but that's up to you. And there's other tools you could actually just use Microsoft Word or PowerPoint if you wanted to, um, and some other type of visualization tool. But anyway, uh, the tool is not the sticking point. It's more the content in there. So let's talk about some key things that you want to have in there. The first one really is showcasing a diverse range of product of your projects or products. You want to display a range because you're speaking to someone of, I can do something from this to, to, to this higher level or more challenging thing over here. If you're trying to talk to a client and you're not for sure exactly what they're wanting, uh, for example, come in and show us what you do instead of come in and show me your high end awards. Well, that, that tells you kind of different of how you need to do your portfolio, right? If, if they said, I just want to see your high end awards, you're going to gear your portfolio to just your top tier things that you're making. You don't want to see your, you know, $15 koozie or keychain in there because it's muddying uh, what the whole objective of the meeting was. But if you're just creating a portfolio in general, uh, you probably want that diversity of, of large scale and small things. And, and one key important thing I, I really forgot to kind of say was why you want it in a digital format, because you want to be somewhere and someone says, hey, what do you what do you do? What, what's your business? You can easily pull it up quickly and display to them what you do, or you can share it with them. Um, so that's the main focus of this is to, to communicate what you do in a quick way. Have you ever been asked, hey, what do you make? What are your products? And you're trying to pull up either A, your Facebook page, your business one, and it's clunky junk, junky coming up and slow, or you're trying to go through your phone and show people, well, here's a couple of pictures. Well, let me find that other picture. I'm not seeing it yet. That doesn't look very good. It doesn't look very professional. It doesn't look like you have your act together. So really the intent is to have a one-stop place where you can go and show them or you can send it via email so that they can take a look. So I forgot to add kind of the main the reason why you're doing this. But anyway, let's get back to number one. Showcase your diverse range of projects. You want to display a diverse range of laser engraving projects in your portfolio. This could include personalized items like engraved jewelry, custom-made wood signs, if you're doing glassware with intricate engravings, and even any metal kind of work that you do, uh, 
even if you're doing some work for industrial purposes, right? You want to have that in there because it just shows them what all you can do. But diversifying your portfolio demonstrates that you have versatility and ability to cater to various client needs. Those potential clients that are taking a look at it, they will be more likely to choose you if they see that you can handle a wide range of materials and products. If I take a look at my own um, portfolio that I have right now for the broader range, I've got things in there that are, you know, $200 awards down to somebody wants a $10 koozie, right? And the reason is if I have a client who I'm, I'm mainly going after um, corporations now, but if they want to get some koozies for swag, but they're also interested in, you know, those awards, they can see that, oh, she offers some lower end things as well. So that's the whole point of the diversity. The other point is you want to show that you can, you know, do different materials, right? So I've got leatherette that I order from JDS, but I've also got awards that we create from the cedar from our land. So that's what we mean by diversity, showing that in your portfolio uh, will be more beneficial to you. So the second one is to highlight your expertise and techniques. You want to show the clients, the potential clients, insight into your expertise and what you can do. And you can, you can show them the difference, like I've got, without saying a CO2 versus a Galvo, but you can show I can do things with wood and then I can also do things with metal. So being able to show the diversity of the tools that you're using uh, is very helpful to them because they may say, oh, I saw something over here in another, like let's call it an Etsy or someone else's shop. And if you show them in one of your products in your portfolio that you're doing metal, it'll spark their brain. Okay, well, she can do metal as well. So that's good to see. But anyway, providing that information not only will help educate the client of what you can do, but it also instills confidence in your skills that they can see. Third point, which is very important, is quality visuals and detailed descriptions. Just like anything, this is your front-facing piece of material to what you do in your business. It needs to be top-notch. This is not something that you kind of half-ass put together. You need to really take time, put a good quality product together, and get a couple of eyes on it. Have someone else look at it. Oftentimes when you work on something for a long time, you must see things that you, well, spelling errors, right? How many of us have, have done that? But we, we don't see things when we're looking at something, you know, 200 times. So get a friend that's in the industry or a spouse or a family member. And get them to take a look at it and pick it apart. You know, let them throw darts at it, give you some, some feedback, and be open to that feedback because they're only really trying to make you better. But visuals play a vital role in your portfolio. So investing in high-resolution images and, if possible, videos, if you can put those in there, is always a nice add. Don't just clip out a screen and throw it in there. Try to take the good photo that you took off your phone or off of a a Canon camera or whatever, the DSRs, get good quality photos in there. If it looks kind of blurry, don't use that. That's just going to show that your quality wasn't too great, right? Because again, this is your best face forward for that client that you're trying to win. Ensure that the lighting is adequate when you're capturing the fine work of your details in your pictures. Get that, you know, high quality uh, you know, light that you get on the, you, you know, you've got some photos that you've done that are like, okay, the lighting looks great there. 
even if you have to go restage some of your products, go do it just so your portfolio looks good. Each project, you can accompany it with detailed descriptions if you would like or a highlighted summary of what that is, especially if you've got a client that's coming that says, hey, we'd like for you to come in and show us what you do. And you know that maybe they're geared towards the sports side of the house, then you can put a few verbiage in there. I wouldn't go crazy with content of textual content, but a few words is helpful. And you can highlight some of those client requirements that they've given you if, if that use case is applicable for that. But providing that context will help them understand the scope of your capabilities and also your problem solving skills, right? For me, this next one, number four, incorporate client testimonials. I put those at the end of mine. And basically I took a couple of uh, reviews and feedback that was on my business page and some in my Etsy shop and, you know, you want to make it fit for purpose. Don't go crazy with that, but at least you can show that people are giving you some good feedback and buying your products. I picked a couple of people that were bigger clients. Like one is from Folds of Honor, and then I can't remember what the other one is, but it's, it's not just, you know, random Susie. It's somebody who ordered a bunch of products that were like, you know, a big order and gave great feedback. I think it was another company. That carries a little bit more weight than just, you know, Joe Smith from, you know, Ohio or wherever, Florida, Texas. You want to see if you can pick through your reviews and, and find somebody that's got a little bit more clout, a company or somebody that, that might be well known. Just a suggestion. That's kind of what I did. And I think it's helpful. When, when clients see positive experiences shared by others, especially someone they know, they'll be more inclined to trust you and your laser engraving needs. The fifth area is to organize the portfolio thoughtfully. And what I mean by that is put like items that are, you know, the same kind of thing together, right? So an example, I've got one that I'm doing for a university and uh, they do, they're going to be doing a lot with um, swag bags at when, when it's game time, they're going to be giving out things that have to do with around the football uh, area or around, um, just swag items. So I have a page that, that's more dedicated specifically for that. That way they can kind of look at all of that in one shot and it starts fostering like ideas for them. And you could start seeing the clustering of if they were going to put this in a grab bag or if it was all on one table, how does it mesh together? Right. Or, you know, if I'm looking at awards, I want one, one section that's just here's options that I have for awards or things that I've done as awards. That way you can start seeing, as a topic we said before, the diversity of the awards that you make. So grouping those together in your portfolio makes sense. You wouldn't want, you know, a couple of awards at the front and then, you know, later on, a couple of pages later, or even, you know, further down the web page, here's one more random award. So think smartly on how you're grouping just because it makes sense and um, it's, it's the right thing to do. The, the arrangement will allow the client to find relevant examples of your work a lot more easy. And a well-structured portfolio also exhibits professionalism and attention to detail. Your client will actually notice that. The next one is highlighting customization and personalization. So one of the key selling points of, of what we do, right, in the laser engraving business is our ability to create custom and personalized items. I mean, basically, we're either making something or buying something and we're putting customization to it. 
So if you have a dedicated section of your portfolio that can showcase unique projects that were completed based on you know, specific client requests, that's a bonus, right? You can highlight the emotional appeal of personal gifts and demonstrate how your engravings added sentiment value to the products. For me, an example of this is um, I've got several items in there that are, you know, military focused, uh, that are, some are memorial and some are not. But, you know, when I have that page, it has to do a section that has to do with the military and um, some of the, the armed forces. I think it, it resonates with, with other military potential clients that are that are seeing that. Number seven, mobile friendly design. Um, so this one is interesting, and I, I ran up against this one in my first couple of go-rounds with, with my portfolio. You want to be able to have it, your portfolio to where you can view it on a web page and also through a phone. Because how many times are you looking at your phone more than you do your, your you know, at home on your computer? I mean, most of us are on the go and not at a computer, right? So the first time I did my, my digital portfolio, it displayed great on a computer, but it looked crappy on a phone. It was too big. So finding the right, you know, layout fit to where it displays well on a phone, but also on a computer can be challenging depending upon which, which software you're using. Um, in full transparency, I'm still trying to get mine set up right. The one that I had for my main portfolio, I have two versions. I have a, a main version and I have a, a mobile version. I've been trying to find a workaround with Adobe, with the web layout for this. And I don't know if it's a setting on my side, but my workaround right now is I have two, which isn't really ideal, but it's there. So, but you do definitely want one that's a mobile version. That way you can ensure that, you know, it, the client, if you're sitting somewhere at a restaurant and conversation comes up and they say, hey, what do you do? And you say, oh, you know, I've got a business. You, you can immediately just, you know, airdrop it over to them and it's seamless and their experience of viewing your stuff actually, you know, captures their attention. So in summary, you know, I think having a, a digital portfolio is a step up from other makers. It gives you an edge. Not only can you showcase your products uh, in a, a prettier fashion, but you can also have it readily available if you're talking with somebody or, and they say, what do you do? Oh, let me share it with you. It just shows that you've taken attention um, to detail, to put something together. You care about your business and not that you don't, if you don't have one, but it just gives you a little bit of an edge so that you can communicate what you do in a, in a more concise way. For me, I think it's been a game changer. I was able to take my digital portfolio to two very large clients and close a deal with them um, just because I had my stuff together and I showed them things that that were, um, you know, something that they were interested in and in offering to their company and, and their their uh, their buyers. So in summary, I think a digital portfolio, just like you would if you were a seasoned, experienced uh, person in the workforce, you would have one. You would walk into a resume, I mean, to an interview with your resume, probably a couple of examples of project, key projects that you've done at multiple companies. That's what we're talking about here. It's the same type of deal. It's just you're looking at your products within your own laser engraving business. So again, take a look at Adobe Express. There's probably some other items out there. You could probably Google digital portfolio and see some other software applications that are out there. Um, 
one mine's high level summary. And then I also have a couple other ones that are geared towards specific clients um, with certain needs. I've got to do another one probably this week. That's that's for one company only. And it'll be examples of work that I did at a regional level, but now it's going to be a national level. So I'll pull in all of the examples that I did for that chapter and make it look, you know, uh, national. And, and that'll be specifically to that company alone. So I'll have to do some staging and some picture taking and, and, you know, also you can do some of that in the software by moving their logo over certain blanks. But I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit with you guys and, and go over what a digital portfolio is, how beneficial it can be. And you can also see how many people are looking at it. I think right now to date, I've got about 2000 people that have opened and viewed mine. So you can see the traffic that you're getting on it. You can see how long they've been reading it, how many, how far they got into it, how many pages. So there's some nice analytics on the back end that will also help you. Anyway, uh, digital portfolio, I think it's important to your business. If you have time to do it, I think you should make it a priority. And that's all for today. And I hope you guys have a great, uh, successful week. And wanted to say thank you to our show sponsors. We've got Thunder Laser USA. If you have any needs for uh, gantry or galvo machines, go take a look at their website, thunderlaserusa.com. Our other sponsor for the show is Rotoboss Rotary Attachments. Now that you've got a laser, if you need a rotary, go check it out. They've got some great rotaries that you can use on the Galvo and Gantry side. And then we have a third new sponsor. It's Lone Star Adhesive. So they are a great uh, application for taking your leatherette or your, your veg tan leather and applying it to hats or other type applications. So go check them out. That's Lone Star Adhesive. And you guys have a wonderful week, and we'll see you in the Laser Lounge.